Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 18th to the 24th of July, 2022. Monday the 18th of July. Hot is not a big enough word to describe today. By 10.30am we reach 39 degrees Celsius, the greenhouse is at 41, and the day has only just begun. By mid-afternoon, stepping out is to be hit by a wall of heat. Even the breeze is far beyond warm. Collared doves croon from somewhere deep within trees. There is barely sight nor sound of anything else. Parched and baked, the earth is hot and spiky underfoot. Everything is dry and wilts and all have been bleached pale colours of themselves. There is not a cloud to be found in the light blue sky. An enormous bumblebee, dark with a bright orange tail, braves flight and I can hear the high-pitched squeaking of blue tits from within the cotoneaster. 9.30 at night. We venture out to water dry vegetable beds. It is light and still so hot, but not even in a sultry manner, somehow past that and into incomprehensible. The warm wind has died down though. There are small sounds of movement from within trees, shrubs and grasses and up and down the row, people coming out of houses into the relatively cooler air, which still sits above 30 degrees. I hear no birds, no bees, no insects, just a faint crackling. I wait as the light dims, a blackbird startles, the song thrush gives intermittent refrains, A male and female blackbird run towards each other on a fence edge and greet each other fondly. At last, crickets chirrup as the sky darkens. Life returns at night. As the dark has almost closed in, we sit and watch a bat making sharp turns in the crepuscular light. Tuesday the 19th of July Early morning brings no respite as the air is still a thick curtain of warmth. But the birds sing, a chorus of multitude voices all call at the early hour and it seems to echo all around me. Starlings are first into the feeder while blue tits take baths. Small pale moths flit about the lawn. Spiders are beginning to lay strands of silvery threads across all gaps and openings. One has pulled together two tips of feathery grass to create a circle in which to weave their web. The heat intensifies so that all abandon the outside world. 38 degrees Celsius and more, it is a wall of invisible force walked into. Pets are kept inside. There is nothing to do but wait it out in darkened rooms. 
At nine in the evening, I water the vegetable beds in the hot air. Water runs across the earth, forming pools on the impenetrable soil. Sweet corn flowers nestle among the fold of huge green glossy leaves. Wood pigeons crash in and out of trees, calling their five syllables. Crickets click. I hear a crow far off in the distance. Swifts come out to feed in silence. Wednesday the 20th of July. Most welcome rain comes in the night. Gentle and light, not enough to water, but a beloved moment of reprieve. The day is heavy and close, tropical, and a small drizzle comes again first thing, evaporating as soon as it touches the still warm ground. It does not last. The sun returns, but at least for now there is a small, cool-ish breeze. I hold a piece of flint in my hand. The smooth black surface holds enough heat that it is uncomfortable to touch. Things come and go in an instant. Poppies and sweet peas flower and go over in a shortened lifespan as if to say, we tried, but not this year. The early evening is blushed with pink on pale blue and the sky is filled with swallows swooping over a field of corn. Thursday the 21st of July There is a welcome coolness to the morning air. A magpie drinks from the bird bath while starlings squabble and bicker over breakfast. Sparrows, blue tits and goldfinch try to find the spaces in between the jostling bodies. Magpie now rattle calls from within the branches of the cotoneaster, ringing out in brashness. Blackbirds, male, female and juvenile, feed from underneath. A busy morning, with all venturing out in the thankfully lower temperatures. Wasps are appearing in large numbers and yet the fruit they are after has either not appeared this year or is still small and hard on trees, heat having stifled swell and growth. Gatekeepers flit across dry yellow grass from which nothing grows but bindweed. It is overcast and heavy, and delightfully cool and yet still so dry. House martins feed overhead in a blank sky. South thistle looks ragged and old. The yellow sunbursts have been replaced with cotton wool seed heads that fracture and eddy into many parts and dance lightly on breezes. Friday the 23rd of July. By the river there is a gentle breeze, almost cool but with enough warmth left that it is still soft. Elderberries begin to turn glossy and black on bright red stems. Sweet Sicily bends its back leaning towards the space out from under a canopy of trees. Its frothy head is soft and the colour of buttermilk. Willow herb stands in striking purple at the water's edge. A white butterfly becomes completely camouflaged when landing on dried pale leaf litter, which is itself scattered with small downy feathers. Gracefully down the river, two swans herd their three teenagers, one adult at the front, 
the other bringing up the rear. The young are half their size and charcoal grey. The beautiful blue-green bulk of a southern hawker whizzes past at head height then out over the water. Around waters there is a busyness to life. Saturday the 24th of July Heat returns in full and the air is hazed with warm dust that kicks up from any movement on the ground. Mum and I head to Lackford Lakes Nature Reserve. In front of us the path is full of wasps, hundreds of them it seems crawling around without any obvious purpose. A sign close by tells us that their nest was dug out by a badger the night before. Now they must deal with new beginnings. It is no wonder they seem confused. Within the shade of a hide we sit and watch the winged world before us. Over the bank below, butterflies and dragonflies fly and swoop, alighting on wildflower and dancing in the warm air. We are in luck, and for a long time we watch the beauty of two marsh harriers moving between trees and coming in low over the water, before soaring high again, golden heads and darkened wing, stunning against bright blue skies. Egyptian geese hunker down in long reeds, big dark eyes visible from within the green. A heron spends a long time preening its feathers in the sun before flying into shallower waters where it stands stock still before taking slow and measured steps back towards the reed beds. Away from the water and in the dappled light of a woodland trail, the smaller birds come out, blue, great and cold tits, dunnock and blackcap, the latter shouting loudly at us as we pass by underneath. By night it is still so hot and the breeze is once again more than warm, Crickets are as loud as the great rustling coming from shaken trees. Sunday the 25th of July. A wild wind blows and it is warm. It does nothing to cool the already hot morning air. Over the day the heat increases and the wind gets wilder. The world is scorched, parched and bleached. Goldenrod turns yellow at its tips, getting ready to spray its bright display. A fritillary lands momentarily and lightly on my shoulder, while a red admiral is thrown around the bright blue sky, pulled here and there and rolled, tumbling on strong gusts of wind. Feathers and the soft fluff seeds of thistle and dandelion have been blown and caught in cobwebs spun between the old dry umbels of long-gone cow parsley. They look like early Halloween decorations. The ground is littered with the crisp, curled leaves, desiccated and dropped from weary trees. Bullets are turning from green to purple. Apples are being knocked to the floor, small and unripe. In the dark of evening and unexpected, there is a glorious sound, soft patter, then with a little urgency, a light rain falls, and with it, hope lifts. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram 
at Swallows on the Wire. Or follow more of my works by visiting my website, jenny-may.com.